This is Healing Through Love. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Healing Through Love. My name is Olivia Luna, and I'm just a 33-year-old single woman who has never been in love before. And this podcast is my journey to find a healthy, healing, long-term monogamous relationship. And um, it's time to update you on that uh, on that journey, on that very journey. So this will be kind of like a shorter episode. I just wanted to update you guys on where my life is at, my dating life, my work life, like all the things in between. I promise that this season would be... Um, you know, not just guests or, you know, me talking to like other people, but me actually trying to open up more and share about myself and being vulnerable um, and really just transparent about (laughs) the dating experience uh, today for myself. So I just thought it was time to um, bring an update. Um, But before we get into that, as always, friendly reminder, if you are truly just loving this podcast, please, please leave a five-star rating and a review. Um, Be sure to follow the podcast on all the platforms, get notified so you don't miss a drop. Um, And also follow us on social media at Solidarity underscore media or myself at Olivia Luna underscore underscore. You can also head to SolidarityMediaProductions.com for more. Um, At the bottom of each episode is going to be like uh, polls and questions that you can also submit to. Um, I do plan on doing some sort of like audience response episode or whatever, just basically looking back at some of those polls and and questions and see what the response has been. So if you haven't been able to submit anything, um, please join in, join in on the fun. Um, And you might even see your comments and questions published on some of these episodes, which is kind of cool. All right, so let's get into the update. So where where am I at? What's going on in life right now? Um, so first, straight out the gate, I'm still single. Yay. <laughs> I was seeing someone for a little bit, but um, you know, ultimately just again felt like connection just wasn't really strong enough. Um, you know, there were some other things there that just made me th- kind of really think about whether this was a relationship that was going to um, last long term, but really enjoyed this person, really enjoyed getting to know this person that I was seeing and um, still feeling really optimistic about dating, definitely. Um, still feeling like I'm on a very positive trajectory of like how my dates have been so far, a better, I'm overall having a better dating experience um, in general. But yeah, still single, still... <laughs> still on the hunt. And, um, as of this taping, you know, Valentine's day was, was not too long ago. And I was actually really kind of like, I don't know, anxious, I guess, or maybe not, not so much anxious, but a bit ambivalent really about Valentine's day this year. I mean, I always have been like, like traditionally from, from my story, um, Valentine's Day has never been a great day for me. I've always just hated it. I I think I even talked about this on um, last year. I did like a Instagram live while I was recording an episode. And um, I shared about how, you know, every year for Valentine's Day, I'm either just getting broken up with um, or just 
being miserably single and all of my friends are like in relationships and I'm just like alone on Valentine's Day. And uh, the past few years, you know, um, prior to actually prior to the pandemic, I made it like a concerted effort to like travel every year on Valentine's Day, like get out of the country and just like go explore, you know, be present somewhere else for a little bit. Um, But this year, I was determined to try to make the most of it. I do, you know, I have a, a trip booked. I have a, yes, I have a trip booked, um, you know, a couple of weeks from now, but I didn't have anything like ready in time for Valentine's Day. So I went online, found like a really cute um, speed dating event that was happening on Valentine's Day, um, invited a, a really good, you know, girlfriend of mine to come with me. Um, she's also single. And, uh, yeah, it was such a really great way to spend Valentine's Day. I, I'm really becoming a big fan of speed dating, to be honest. And I think it is a result of the pandemic and the kind of like distance I think we've all felt and disconnect, um, during that time. And on top of that, dating apps ain't shit like that online dating is rough it's rough it's um you know it's it's just a lot of like oh insecurities and you know I don't want to say necessarily catfishing at least from my perspective haven't I haven't had a ton of like catfishing but people maybe just not being fully honest about themselves or what they want or what they're looking for. Um, I will say I have had a lot of men tell me that there is a shit ton of catfishing going on on the women's side um, and from their experience. Um, And I'm actually going to try to maybe have an episode coming up soon uh, speaking about like fake profiles and stuff like that. So be on the lookout for that because I do think that that is like on the rise. Um, and then, you know, there's all these just like wild, crazy dating stories where people meet somebody online and they go and turns out they're racist haha, or like, you know, they they they're just crazy. There's just wild things happening online. I'm sure a lot of good things that can come out of online dating, but I'm excited to get back out and really try to make a concerted effort to meet somebody in the real world. And so um, <laughs> most people would probably try to stray away from like a first date or speed dating experience on Valentine's Day. Um, I think because it just, I don't know, it has, it just seems to come with this sort of weight or maybe like expectation, like a societal expectation that this day in particular, it's so devoted to like love and true love. Um, it, it just has such importance and all of these things. And, you know, men think that women make a bigger deal out of it. And maybe we do. I don't know. I don't. I don't care. It's another, it's another day to me. Um, but uh, I was interested to see what, type what type of people or if there were going to be people that showed up to this and honestly this was the largest speed dating event I have ever been to there was like upwards of I think 30 something people there (laughs) men and women and um you know it, it was at this really cool like um beer garden bar place um and we had like a little private section in the back um and uh all the women kind of got set uh, you know in a row or all the women kind of got set up, you know, in tables and uh, the men would just sort of like rotate through. 
Um, and each person got like three minutes, which is a crazy fast, uh, which definitely sounds longer than it actually is. Like three minutes freaking flies by, um, especially when you're just like, you know, trying to figure out what the hell to say to people. Um, and it was really interesting. I, I, I definitely um, come from the... I definitely try to approach speed dating with just as much relaxed energy as I can. I feel like um, a lot of people are, you know, coming in like very anxious and nervous. Maybe maybe some people are really hoping to find the one here. And so they they build up this big kind of hope for themselves um, or, you know, folks, some folks are just like. <laughs> trying to get better at like talking and to new people and making new connections and such. So, um, I try to just like come at it very relaxed and, you know, whatever kind of energy <laughs> sits down in front of me. Um, I tend to mirror a lot. I realized I was doing that as, as each person was kind of going through. Um, and it was, it was, I think I think it was uh, good in the beginning because it did help the person in front of me feel a little bit more comfortable that I was like matching their energy. Um, but other times for me, like it felt so energetically like draining after a while. Like, oh, man, some of these guys are coming in hot. Like they're coming in like with some big personalities, big energy and, and like this confidence. And there's only so much that like I can like keep mustering myself up to do it, um, you know, on on top of the the, the two drink minimum. <laughs> um, um, but other times also, you know, I didn't want to mirror like nervous energy as well, too, or maybe somebody who's a little more introverted or kind of like quieter. Right. Like I wanted to be able to provide them with some kind of excitement as well, too. So it just felt like I was constantly trying with each person that kind of sat down in front of me. I was like revving myself up again. Um, so but overall, that made the 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 night very, I don't know, very just fun. I was just smiling a lot. It was whether it was forced or not, like, you know, you you spend an hour just smiling and laughing and you start to feel really good. Um, but I will say I do. I did make some very good, genuine connections too. there. There were, a, you know, a lot of guys there that like genuinely made me like smile and laugh and such. Um, and so it was a great night. It was also great to see my friend, you know, uh, her first time speed dating. Um, really just wonderful to be able to like share that with somebody. I highly recommend, you know, ladies, fellas, even like anybody like go speed dating with your friends as a group, you know, and, um, uh, I, it just kind of takes the pressure off a little bit, I feel like. And, you know, if in the beginning, sometimes there's like this awkward mingling portion, I guess, where people it's like the speed dating hasn't like officially begun. Um, but people are obviously sitting around like waiting and talking to each other. So if you have a friend with you, like it kind of makes going into it a little easier because you have at least somebody to talk to, um, somebody to like go up to other people with and like start a conversation, right? Conversations seem to start better in group settings than just one-on-one -on -one a lot of the time. So um, highly recommend. It was really great. The company that did it, you know, were really, really good at like facilitating, moving everybody along. Um, so that was nice. And I did get a date out of it. <laughs> a, a, I guess second date, if you count this as a first. Um, and so that's sort of, yeah, that's sort of what... <laughs> I did with my Valentine's Day. It was a lot of fun. Um, and I think, yeah, in general, 
I feel so much more like excited about dating when these potential opportunities of meeting somebody in person and, you know, um, getting a sense of their energy, like, again, face to face, as opposed to trying to like, interpret what I can through a text message or whatever. Um, it makes me feel better about dating and more, yeah, definitely more hopeful about it. So I'm, again, I'm going to try to do a lot more of those and like really update you guys on that. Um, I'll let you know, I'll eventually let you know how this date turns out, but yeah, that's sort of, that's sort of also, that's sort of, um, where my dating life is at the, at the moment. Um, I will say also just to, again, be transparent. I, I have slowed down a little bit, um, in, you know, going out and like, um, um, you know, doing a lot of things because, um, I was, I was a suffering for a moment from like some really heavy, you know, stress from work, um, a lot of anxiety. Um, and I'll talk about this in other episodes. I, and I've talked about this in other episodes about, you know, where our, the like physical reactions, like our trauma can have, um, on our body. And I, I, <laughs> I don't know what it was. I, I don't know that if I think I sort of came to the realization that I have been living in this flight or fight mode for way too long. And I had a point actually um, at the beginning of this week where I mentally was just tapped out. Um, you know, my body was moving, my heart was pumping, like everything else, everything was functioning as it should. But mentally, I was gone. Like I was, just, I sat on my couch all day and just like stared at the TV and whatever. I don't even know what was on. I was just, it was just a zombie almost. Um, and I had to actually, um, the next day go out to, you know, meet some people and even they were just like, Hey, are you okay? Like you, you seem like so out of it. Um, and I was having a lot of like dizzy spells, like, you know, panic attacks, um, trouble sleeping, you know, numbness, tingling in my arms and, and everything. And it was just, it was really starting to freak me out. And I actually ended up going to like urgent care to, to get checked out to see if there was something going on with me. And <laughs> I felt kind of stupid because the doctor came in and he's just like, look, I, to be honest with you, there's nothing wrong with you physically. Like everything is, seems normal. Um, it sounds like it's a case of really, really bad anxiety. Like the, when you are in a state of high anxiety, it can have, um, physical ramifications on the body. Um, and so his suggestion was simply <laughs> start talking to a therapist again, uh, talk to somebody, right? Like try to really regulate your stress levels, try to like, you know, meditate or calm down or something. Um, and it took a couple days, but this week I was just like hard, dedicated and focused on like improving my physical and mental health. Um, and I feel like, oh man, light years better, light years better. I, uh, I, I'm starting up therapy again, um, with my previous therapist, um, prior to, uh, I had actually started therapy, uh, in the middle of the pandemic, um, as I'm sure a lot of people did, you know, it was a, again, another very high stressful high anxiety kind of time. Um, uh, I was also dealing with like a lot of depression during that time as well too. be feeling just incredibly alone, incredibly scared about, you know, you know, seeing so many people 
passing away like around me. I think New York City just feeling like a total ghost town. It was it was hard. It was really hard to like live through. So I started therapy um, at that time continued throughout the year and, and partly into 2021 um, and started to see some really good growth, really good progress. And it, and it eventually did get, get to the point where my therapist was like, hey, I don't I don't think you need me you know, anymore. Um, keep my number. Call me if you ever do. And a year or so has gone by and I f- I've felt really good. I felt like I all the tools and everything that we had worked on um, and, and, and practiced in therapy, I was able to kind of use on my own. But something about the past few weeks, like, just seemed to fully strip me of any of that. And I want to get to the root and understanding of why my anxiety sometimes gets to the level that it does. Um, A lot of it is around fear of dying or fear of, like, hurting myself or just fear of failing like you know it's it's all rooted in this in this deeper fear so i want to get a understanding and clarity as to what that is cuz i never i never want to be that freaking mentally gone uh, ever again it it was not a great feeling um and yeah and and you know it 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 definitely um doesn't improve really any other aspect of my life either to have those kind of um, mental, physical health issues, right? Like even to muster up the energy to go to that speed dating event as fun and, and, and as energizing as it was, um, I could sense that, you know, I, I definitely went into it with, um, not feeling like my full self or my best self for sure. So, you know, that things like that will eventually impact my dating life. Um, you know, financially as well too. I've started working with um, like a financial coach of sorts, uh, you know, and one of the first things that I'm sort of tasked to do is like really map out, you know, budget out, I guess, my my finances. And it has just felt like the like toughest task in the world. Um, even just thinking about starting it, it just like makes my heart race. Like, and I want to understand what that um, insecurity with money is about as well, too. I have a really great podcast coming up soon around money wound issues. So I'm very excited to drop that. Um, but I want to be able to do that work as well. And again, if like I don't even have the mental headspace to, you know, take care of myself, um, I'm definitely not going to have the the space to look at my finances on a subjective level and, and you know, create a plan for myself because I do want to be able to like um, stop renting and own something, right? Um, I would love to be able to start a business one day, like all of these things that I've just kind of been putting off because of this money wound that I have or this like, um, you know, fear around finance, financial literacy that um, has just been stalling me for years. So that's that, (laughs) which is a lot, a lot. Um, So there's a lot of things that I'm kind of working through right now. And um, I think, I, I think at the peak of it, I was very much overwhelmed and it felt daunting to think about not only am I still single, but I've got all these other things that I need to sort out for myself. Um, and, you know, I made the mistake of thinking, well, I, you know, I've, I've 
been doing a lot of work on myself. I've been through the courses and I've read all the things and I've started a podcast, right? Like I should know better. I should be an expert. I shouldn't, I shouldn't, I should never let myself, my mental health get to that point that it got to. But I'm human, right? Like things happen. Life happens. It's not always going to be perfect. I want to be able to give myself that grace and that understanding that, um, you know, some weeks, some months are going to be tougher than others. So um, as best as I can, just having the stamina to say, okay, start again, right? Like, all right, I've reached this point. It doesn't feel good. How, what little, little shift can I make today that will help to pull me out of it? And, and instead of feeling like I have to like solve this overnight, cause that's another thing that will like really, um, frustrate me in my healing process is like, I just want it to be done and over with like the next day. Right. I want to immediately feel better. And that's not how the body works. Like it needs time. It's not just one day of sitting on my couch and doing nothing. It might be five days, six days of that before my brain is like fully recovered and healed. So, um, I'm taking my time, taking it steady, you know, still pushing myself to like accomplish things like this, you know, episodes like this and, and, you know, sitting down at the mic and, and, um, committing to this podcast, but, um, being gentle about it and recognizing that maybe I don't have some grand, you know, topic to talk about today. Maybe it is just a gentle update on my life from where it's at. And that's where it's at, y'all. So uh, yeah, um, let, let me know where you guys are at. Um, if you could relate to anything that I've shared today, uh, would love to just like, yeah, always open to hearing the conversation and getting feedback from everybody. And please, again, follow the podcast, get notified. I am not kidding you. I have some very, very interesting, um, exciting episodes coming up with some very interesting and exciting people. Uh, some of you who listened to the first season will remember some of these guests. So please, please follow the podcast, get notified, follow us on social media at solidarity underscore media or myself at Olivia Luna underscore underscore. Um, and as always, thank you so much for joining me on this episode of healing through love. Love you all. And I will talk to you very soon. Bye.